is the All Things Aside Soulcast. I am Mr. B. And uh don't know what episode it's going to be because, you know, a lot of the other uh, cast mates are going to be making their own solo cast. So it's best not to number them while, you know, something being made. But uh, this is my episode again. And um, I want to talk about new beginnings. New beginnings. Not really all too new. To be honest, if you're starting, to be honest, I started doing this uh, fitness thing since, I guess, November. Uh, my aunt came down from Pennsylvania. She's trying to lose weight. Then, uh, you know, I was, like, really reluctant to exercise. I've been hurting like hell from work and stuff like that. That's always been my excuse. So it's been my excuse to always, like, pull back from bettering my situation. Uh, but this time, I, when I, that reluctance started, and I started just doing the exercises with my mom and my, and my aunt, uh, it made me get into a routine. Because, you know, the next day I went to work, I walked out of work feeling really incredible. Like, I've been dealing with neuropathy for about three, four years, all while not going to a doctor and not getting diagnosed with diabetes. When that came to a head in 2020, yeah, everything, when my world went completely to shit, you know, to be honest, 2019 marked a time. When I just, the end, I just, sometimes I just burst out into tears, man. I go through, I go through the whole entire year really not showing no damn emotion. This is during a time we don't know my mom has cancer yet. And I don't, I didn't like the way my life was going. Like, I, I hated my job. I tried, I, I failed to look for the good in it other than being paid. You know, I, I wish people would say, oh, you get paid a certain amount. That don't mean nothing to me when it feels like, you know, you get reprimanded more than rewarded. It's like, I, I don't want to go through hell every all the time when I work work at my job. And I feel like just because I get paid doesn't mean that it, it's the best reward in the world. Sometimes people can get all the money in the world and they can never be happy, you know. But, you know, I was going through a period that I just was like, I hated everything that was going on in my life. I used to wake up every morning barely could make it to the bathroom I barely could move my legs were messed up you know it took me forever to get myself ready to go to work because I was always in pain you know I just I broke down completely I just was like you know I wasn't going to the doctor because I, I guess I don't know what it is with, with black men not wanting to go to the doctor maybe it's the psyche of being told what you think you already have I think that's what it is with me. I, I really feel like I know in my mind I got it, something, but I don't want to be want to be told to me to a point, and it makes me feel down. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you this: like 2021, uh, January. I, well, actually, I went to the doctor on New Year's Eve. I remember so well because I didn't get out of the doctor's office until 7 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Went and got blood tests, went and got checked out, came back, had a conversation with the doctor in, in January, 
and I ended up being pre-diabetic, which I was surprised it was just pre-diabetic. I thought it was full-blown with all the symptoms that I've been having that has been like kicking my ass for all these years. And, you know, at first, I was trying to get with the lifestyle change of eating different and, and exercising every day and, you know, it's crazy, you know, how life works out, you know, in the middle of, um, I think March, I had an interview that I was doing on Gem Radio with, with Vincent the Owl. This was the height of when COVID was becoming COVID. And what ended up happening was like, I took mom, you know, my mom was still working for Macy's at the time. Still didn't know she had cancer at that time. We went to DC with my nieces and nephews and my um, my sister, um, Whitney, and her mom, um, Dina. And what ended up happening was, you know, uh, we went to DC, went to like, we stayed in Virginia, but we stayed in, we went to DC. So it was the most craziest time out there. We did a lot of walking, so I never like straight off of exercising, even while I was on vacation, because I was I was walking all over the place. I was trying to stick to what was helping me with my my leg issues. Um, then going back, went back to Jersey. Um, I started to notice something about my mom's stomach. Her stomach looked like she was pregnant. That shit freaked me the fuck out. But that really wasn't the first thing. The first thing was she walked down the stairs and she was out of breath. My mom is not a big person. I would have never thought that would have been, uh, you know, an instance to get checked out for cancer but here we are then later she ends up getting this huge buildup of fluid in her stomach area that makes it look like she's kind of pregnant and that's when I was like losing my shit because it's just like there's something really wrong here there's something really wrong here um that's not normal you know Healthcare system to me, man, has been shit. It has been shit, but we've been lucking out a lot throughout this healthcare battle with insurances not wanting to take you, but then lo and behold, underneath the, underneath the scenes and shit, they end up like approving you for a health insurance that you didn't know you had, so it coincides with the health insurance that you bought. It, it was a very confusing situation that made that put a lot of tears in my mother's eyes and, and all the wrong reasons. And it, made, and it made me angry. It made me not give a fuck about how I feel in terms of how I deal with these people. Because I don't like confu- I don't like it when you confuse people that don't understand. A part of me, in my mind, I'm going to tell you that everything's okay. We're going to work this out. And it ends up being worked out. You know, um... So we ended up going to trying to first thing we did try to do because remember the time when COVID was at its height. 
COVID was having these doctors do Zoom conference or over-the-phone appointments, which was stupid. And the first thing they gave her was just an inhaler. I'm like, y'all need to see my damn mother. I don't know what the fuck is going on with these people. But, you know, things just came to a head. We called to do a, um, called to go and have an actual appointment. We tried walking up the block. She couldn't even make it halfway up the block. And we had to go to the hospital. I gotta tell you, 2000, this is 2021. You know? No, it's two, hmm. I might got my whole dates all fucked up. It might be 2020. All this is happening in 2020. This is the beginning of COVID. So, pretty much what ends up happening is that we go into to the emergency room, and I see that nobody's in the emergency room. I'm thinking, oh, because... Throughout this entire time of us being in either in this quarantine or, you know, people are being, you know, let go from their jobs and they're staying home and they're watching the news, they're making it feel like the, these hospitals are filled with nothing but nothing but patients. But we went in there and there was nobody. Nobody. Nobody in the emergency room. That shit fucked with me a bit. Makes you think about what they really, really reporting to you on these damn, um, on these news outlets. You know, it really does. But, um, the hardest thing was that I had to leave her alone. And they had to take her. And I couldn't be there with her. Before we went to the doctor, she wanted me just to go and have an appointment just so I could just be in the office with her. That, that fucked me for a whole day. I cried the whole day because I felt like I failed. And I know that's not what it really is. It's just that when it comes down to the women in my family, when it comes down to anyone in my family, I feel like I, I, I protect them. You know, there was a certain level of protection that was, you know, given by the men in this family. And I, I, I choose to uphold those kinds of values. Because there's some people in this family that that don't give a damn about upholding those values. But I do, you know. When my grandfather was alive, ain't nobody going to mess with our family. Nobody was going to mess with our family. Uh, my uncle, to a certain extent, and being that I'm, I'm pretty much in that next generation, in that generation after, you know, I choose to uphold those standards because those, because the women and the people in my family have been integral parts of who I am as who I am as a man, and everything that's about me as a character. You know, and they've done nothing but love me all my life. So the only thing I can give them is 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 safety. That's that's all I can give them, or peace of mind. So it just felt like in my mind, I couldn't be there for my mom hearing this news, going through all these tests, being in a room by herself. What made me more upset was that when she did get admitted, 
they put her in a COVID room all by herself. I can't really see, I can't really fathom how f- messed up that was. I really, I really can't fathom that, sh- that at all. I really want to sue medical center for that. Like, give her the test. Don't put her in isolation. That, that to this day, it, it makes me very upset. It really does. Like to bring it up. Um. You know, it's been it's been a rough time, and then. For a week or two later, I ended up finding out my stepmother ended up having breast cancer. And my aunt ended up having COVID, which caused her cancer to come back. And man, it's just like so much was happening that my faith was just really being tested. Like, like, I really don't have faith, to be honest, in terms of just the religious aspect of things. I do believe in something, but it's not in a way that y'all, everybody else believes in things. It's just, I just believe that we're here to create a purpose, to, well, we're here for a purpose, and we're here to fulfill that purpose. And if you choose to not fulfill it, that's it. You know, I just believe that, you know, there's, for all the things that's happening in the world, I can't believe that, some, that, that's, that there's, a, there's an entity that exists that tries to right the wrongs of certain things. Like, it, it never makes sense to me. It never makes sense to me. And, um, I never subscribed to that thinking after the age of 20. Because... Remember, when you're born into a family that's, that's Christian, Methodist, or Baptist, whatever, you're forced to adhere to their religion until you start formulating an opinion, or in my case, going to a uh, civilizations class that tells you the dark history of, of religion. That shit will turn you off. And you start thinking, like, oh man, this is like the layman's, this is like the this is like the less PG version of what they're doing back in the day. It's happening right now. Like, it's a lot of things going on that I just, I, I'm trying to work on me, you know. I'm trying to work on what's what makes me spiritually great. This whole situation has put me in a place where I don't know, even after this is all over, will I be spiritually great after that? It'll take a whole lot of soul searching. It'll take a whole lot of, like, trying to fill holes to to close the hole that, that, might, that won't, be, won't be filled ever. You know, it's, it's going to be a hard, hard thing, man. Like, all I can say is, like, I'm just doing what I can to give peace of mind to my mom. I feel like this exercise and thing that I've been doing with uh, <laughs> has been helping me in terms of my my, my mobility, my uh, my energy, 
And I'm hoping that I just keep... That's all I hope for is to be consistent. Now, should I give y'all some, some, some suggestions on what I do in terms of uh, doing the... Um, so in terms of doing my all my exercises, um, you know, I should, I should give you some, I should give you some suggestions. Uh, I do, um, you know, on YouTube, a lot of my exercises I do, they're, they're on YouTube. You can go to, uh, Juice and Toya. That's my favorite workout, um, channel. Um, Juice and Toya, two black, well, now they're getting married, uh, now they're two black um, fitness um, instructors. I don't know if they're from Texas or they're from California. Not really sure. But um, I love their chemistry. I love what they do. And the, your work, you, you get through their workouts. They're fun to do. And I feel like I, I sweat like crazy after their workouts. And their workouts could be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 8, 10 minutes up to 45 you got i think you got an hour workout too uh i do juice and toy a lot i'm doing their um their one body challenge so i'm like doing whatever workout they send me into my, my email i just do that workout every day and you know usually friday or saturday is like a rest day where you can do stretches and stuff like that and i'm doing that and me and my uncle we got into a uh a bit of um, a bit of a path where we're gonna be doing a um, we're gonna be working on losing weight together. So I send him workouts to do. He sent he tells me what I do in terms of like you know drilling what I eat, uh, drilling my thoughts, you know, drilling what I'm thankful for, um, whole bunch of other things and. I'm trying to keep up with doing that type of stuff because I really don't like drawing my thoughts all too much because I saw some thoughts that I had back in the day that I sent to my mom and I it was really sad. Like I really don't like writing my thoughts down, especially in a in a very sad matter. Um, so I'm doing I'm doing of course the one body challenge with Juice and Toya. I'm doing. I'm also I'm doing intermittent fasting where I am not eating. Well, I'm eating food between the hours of 10, 8, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and I cut out eating after 6 p.m. and I gotta tell you, it's been rough. Like, like you know, I'm a guy that wakes up in the morning, early in the morning, eats breakfast all the time, and it's been rough for me to break that habit of when I order like a nice bagel with bagel and locks every Sunday morning and I can't eat it until 10 o'clock and I and I mean my body is going through it like I'm like oh my god I'm not used to it and I'm trying to get used to it so I can be like you know so this this hopefully this would work you know I'm I'm kind I'm really over I'm I'm almost half a thousand almost half a thousand pounds and you know thankfully I've been working out so much that some of it probably has came off but um in terms of all that like it, the thing about all that is it's just you know I'm, I, it's all about consistency sometimes it's hard to be consistent but now 
that it's been kind of easy because I think in my mind, you know, do I want to feel good or not? And I kind of answer my own damn question. I do want to feel great. I want the people around me to feel great that I still might be around for years to come. And I want to feel great. That's just a lot. I want to like. I want to like start looking great in these women's eyes. Like I know these women love me, but you know, the life expectancy of somebody at my my weight is is very low, and I got a lot of um goals to achieve that I have not been achieved yet. So I'm I'm gonna be working towards a better me. You know, I'm like it's gonna take time. Don't think it's gonna be overnight. It's gonna take some time, and I'm willing to go through the journey that that's gonna be happening throughout the rest of my life to get to the point to where I need to be. You know, when it comes to my friends, my family, everything. You know, uh, in the midst of wanting to get back into this fitness thing, you know, I had to ask somebody that I didn't know who was doing fitness. Uh, one of my good um, tenants that work that live in my job, uh, Diana, would tell me like, you know, I asked her like, what's more important, the cardio or the weightlifting? She said both are important. And to be honest, Charles, what you have to do is don't go crazy with how long you do an exercise. You know, it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It could be just 20. It's all about the work you put into those 20 minutes. And I'm telling you, like, I'm doing these juice and toilet workouts. Them 20 minutes feel like an hour of a workout. You will be sweating in buckets. I'm telling you. So it's really all about what the, what you put in during that time. And I've been sticking to it. I've been sticking to it a lot. And you know what? Um... We got an email, all things aside, pod at gmail.com. If y'all got any like um, suggestions and stuff that uh, you would like for us to talk about in our, our solo cast or even in our podcast, you know, please don't hesitate to, sh- to um, send that to us. Oh, I have some other um, workout um, programs that you should look into on YouTube. Uh, has fit. Um, Body Project is one was one of my favorites because they had boxing workouts. I, I really I tell people like I like workouts that give me the feeling of being a warrior. Like it makes me excited to work out. It makes me like feel like I'm going through some shit to achieve a certain type of like zenith. Like I don't know what how why how I describe it. It's just like I like workouts that make me feel like a fucking warrior. Plain and simple. Uh, another one, Achieve Peak. I think it's A-C-H-V Peak. Okay? They, they specialize a lot in um, workouts that deal with, with uh, resistance bands, uh, a lot of squats. Um, they just started putting cardio in there now. Uh, but Achieve Peak used to beat my ass. Uh, another thing, 
being that I've had problems with my legs for a while, I do a lot of chair workouts. I found this new guy who's doing like, doing chair workouts, black guy. Fucking great at what he does. I'll look, I'll put his, put his uh, information in probably in the uh, in in the description. Uh, what else? All things aside, we're coming back a couple weeks early. You know, it's about time. You know, I, I feel like we got a lot of things we're gonna do prior to where we're gonna be. You know, I'm looking forward to going to Atlanta this year. And you know, I'm looking forward to going to Atlanta. I'm going with my good friends, like I, the people that I love, the people I respect. You know, I can't wait. Like, you know, Lord willing. More willing with everything that's going on with COVID and, and and stuff that's going on at home, you know, I'm just looking forward to having a great time with my best friends. Like, I, I'm like I'm not I'm, to be honest right now, I, I'm really working out like crazy now so I can get get down on this weight because being big and on a plane is just is is a chore. I'll, I'll tell you that. Them seats are skinny as fuck. There's no way in hell, but I'm working on it. Can't wait to come back into the studio, to the dojo, to, to, you know, spout our brand of a little bit of ignorance. But a bit, but, but, but most, most likely, we have a lot more intelligence this season because we're coming a little bit more different. You know, we had a meeting, and what happens in that meeting stays in that meeting. But what comes from that meeting will pan out in these episodes that's going to be coming out this year. I'm looking forward to it. And, um, what else can I say? Uh, nothing. Nothing at all. I think I've I've covered what I wanted to tell to y'all about. Uh, this is the All Things Aside solo cast. And, uh, my name is Mr. B, and we'll see you next time in the new season of All Things Aside starts in February, early February, probably the first week, you're recording this weekend, you might, you know what, you might get lucky, you might get lucky, you might get it next week, all right, so yeah, we'll talk to you later, this is the All Things Aside Solo Cast.